Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I'm back today with Cindy West. And if you listened on Monday and Wednesday, we talked about nature studies and just the beauty of God's creation, the beauty of doing a nature study with our kids, why it's important, how to do a nature study, how to do it with little ones, how to do it with high schoolers. And it just, it's so fun. It just is so much fun to be able to just explore God's creation that way. And so if you missed those, go back and listen for sure. But today we are going to talk about how to take the stress out of December and make it a month. You know, that, that, that time between Thanksgiving and the new year that can be so stressful for us as homeschool moms, um, as moms in general, I mean, it can just be a really stressful time. And we don't want that. We don't want that to be a stressful time for you. So Cindy to the rescue, she is going to talk to us today about how to take the stress out of this season. But before we get into it, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, CTC Math. If you guys are looking for a great online math program, go to ctcmath.com and try them out for free. All right, Cindy, welcome back. And I'm so excited to talk about this because I love Christmas. Like I genuinely love Christmas. Abby and I talked about this on the podcast a few weeks ago and that we've been listening to Christmas music in our home for <laughs> at least a month. Um, and it's mid-November. So since October, for sure. And we just love it. I mean, it's I, I love everything about the Christmas season. And, um, and so it's a season that I know not everybody loves because it can be stressful for so many different reasons. You know, we just had Bob Lapine come on and talk about his book, The Four Emotions of Christmas, and mm. um, just kind of how to work through some of those emotions. And so we're not going to talk about that today. We're going to talk more homeschool focused, mm-hmm. um, how we as homeschool mamas can really find joy in this season and make it a little bit easier for yeah. us, if that's possible. And I think it is if we're intentional. <laughs> so talk to us about Christmas. I mean, do you, do you love Christmas? Is this one of your like favorite times of the year like it is mine? Well, I love Christmas, but I found myself not loving Christmas for um, a while because Christmas for us as homeschool moms can be so many things. It's mm-hmm. all of the pressure. And, yeah. you know, I would find myself saying, I just... I just want to celebrate Jesus's birthday. This is terrible. Right. Yeah. And so um, I realized early on that organization in all areas was going to be so important if I was going to pull this off so that I was joyful, because if I wasn't joyful, guess who else wasn't joyful? My entire family. Right. Um, so just a little background. And this, your situation doesn't have to be like mine, but we celebrate a birthday in December. Mm-hmm. We, I know you also have a December birthday in your home. Um, We have a busy sports season continuing on through at least part of December. Um, Of course, I love the idea of setting aside some of the things that we normally do for school and replacing with some special things. Well, that's extra planning. And then when you have a lot of kids active in music lessons and church and sports, you also have extra gifts or cookies to make or whatever needs to be done. Plus throw on top of that, all the opportunities you have for serving people Mm -hmm. and being parts of Christmas plays or musicals or whatever at church. And you can soon find yourself completely overwhelmed. So organization is what I would love to talk about today. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So um, the first thing I did 
when I decided I've got to be more joyful is say, well, let's go ahead. Just like I have my menu plan, if I was going to head to Costco and only go once every six weeks to Costco, I would make out a list of what do I need at Costco, right? Well, (laughs) I took that mentality about the month of December and I thought, okay, well, we've got certain things that have to happen. So let's start first by looking at the calendar. So, um, just making sure that I know every single thing that every single member of the family has as a responsibility for that month, whether it's a Christmas party for my husband for work, um, Christmas parties for co-op, Christmas parties or games for sports. Um, Are we still doing music lessons? Are there any special service opportunities? Just get every single one of those things on the calendar. Yeah. Um, And a Google calendar is what I use, but I also keep a written calendar year round. Okay. For sure. I would suggest if you don't have that, normally, if you're just electronic, go ahead and pull yourself out a calendar that will take you from Thanksgiving all the way through the new year that's on paper so that you can jot all of these things down and see them at a glance. That way you're going to be able to easily um, insert the extras or be able to see quickly, you know what, that extra is not happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the dates on the calendar were kind of step one. Let's let's just get that. That's that's easy. It's really, I mean, it's a few minutes of your time, and yeah. it might be wrangling somebody who's not really good at um communicating what's going on in their life, but that is was my first step, getting everything on the calendar. Um, and then I thought, well, in order to make these days run smoothly let's go ahead and get a menu planned out for this entire from Thanksgiving through Christmas, through th- through New Year's actually, because our family loves to celebrate um, a New Year's Eve appetizer party. And we So we have different foods for appetizers on New Year's Eve. So I thought we would just, we would schedule out all the different foods. And if there were any parties that I was responsible for, any hosting for any of these events, go ahead and get those menus and things planned too. So when I say menus, I'm talking about if I'm hosting Christmas dinner, yes, that menu already planned out. And this is pre-Thanksgiving. So this is me right now thinking about all of the meals from, from Thanksgiving through the new year. Wow. Okay. Um, and it's every so you're talking every day, like you actually plan every out what day. dinners you're going to have every day from now. Okay. Yes. Wow. I um, love that. Yes. And, and it keeps me on track. I mean, I kind of wish that <laughs> I would do this all year long, honestly, right. because when you have a plan and inevitably you over plan. So sure. some days you wake up and go, Oh, we have so many leftovers. I don't have to cook what's on the calendar today. And you can just cross right. that one out and put whatever ingredients that we're going to go in that day and stick those in the freezer. And mm-hmm. you find yourself with a little extra time. Um, so that was like step number two. Okay. Um, so calendar and then menu plan. Mm-hmm. And then it was, okay, the big, big beast Besides all of the activities, which I actually love, I love all of the activities around Christmas. Third on that list is going ahead and planning out the gifts and things that I need to buy. Because honestly, that is the thing that annoyed me the absolute most. Yeah. And, and kept me feeling like I was behind the, um, the eight ball all day, every day through Christmas and feeling that burden of, oh, I've got to buy for this person, I've got to buy for that person. And so, and then spending more money than I should have 
because I wasn't completely planned. So um, I write down every person and I don't buy for a ton of people, but I put down every single person from the, the drum teacher to um, the conditioning coach to the, mm-hmm. the coach that is um, on the court at, at the basketball games to the Sunday school teacher. I just write everybody's name down. Mm-hmm. And then I start bringing, including my children, um, my husband, <laughs> I need to buy, you know, just anybody, anybody on that sure. list, buy yourself, get yourself a little spiral notebook. This is mm-hmm. a good place to put this. Um, and then you just start brainstorming. Okay. For coaches, um, they've worked really hard with my son this year. So I'm actually going to buy them a gift card to a restaurant. Um, and I write that down. Um, for the Sunday school teacher, I, I don't know. This is me just making something up in my head right yeah. now. The Sunday school teacher, the youth leader, um, I know that they both love Kentucky Derby pies. We're going to make them a Kentucky Derby pie. That is Ooh, a very that, Kentucky thing to say. Because yeah, <laughs> I have no idea what that is. <laughs> it's kind of like a chocolate pecan pie. Oh, Oh, oh. <laughs> it oh. is so good. Now, some of them have other things in them. I usually leave the other things out. Okay. Um, we won't go there right now. <laughs> but so, we, and that will become an activity, a service project, a Christmas schooling fun thing for my son to help me make. I'm only yeah. homeschooling one right now. So that's why I keep talking just about this son. Um, so that becomes an activity that we can do. Mm-hmm. Um And so I just write down, what are we going to do for these people, buy for these people? And then I even note in that calendar, remember that running calendar, Mm -hmm. when do these things have to be delivered? I go ahead and even write that down on the list. Yeah. So that's number three. And then the fourth thing is I go ahead and do everything in preparation for those gifts. If I need to buy something, I buy it. If I need to order something, I order it. If I need to have ingredients prepared, as much as possible, I go ahead and get those ingredients. Um, so I kind of have this running grocery list too, which I guess I didn't even mention when I started talking about the meal planning. Let's go ahead and get a running grocery list. What's in the pantry? What needs to be purchased? Um, and then I even will start like um, a, a pantry grocery list, a gift grocery list, and a I need to shop every week for things that expire grocery list. I okay. literally write all of this stuff out. Wow. It, it, is so, <laughs> so much. it sounds like a lot, but you're talking maybe a few hours of my time in total to prepare mm-hmm. all of this, writing yeah. down the calendar, writing down a quick menu plan, writing down the grocery list that goes with it, writing down the gifts and going ahead and ordering the gifts or planning on that grocery list for preparation for that. Yeah. You're literally not even in probably a few hours of your time. Yeah. Especially if you have an older kiddo or um, maybe your husband who likes to do this. Mine does not. <laughs> so, an older kiddo who wants to sit down and help you think through these things. They yeah. are so valuable for this. Yeah. Um, and then the final preparation stage, which does can, doesn't have to, take just a little bit longer is step number five. And that is going ahead and planning what school will look like for that entire space between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. If you're someone who just keeps things going as usual, okay, you have less to plan than I do. 
because I tend to take a little break from the regular and we do what we call Christmas schooling, which Mm -hmm. every single year has looked like something different. Um, There's a blog post on our journey westward that says, I think it's called Christmas school. Okay. um, That gives all sorts of ideas and examples of what we've done. Okay. Um, But I will write down what devotion that I'm planning to use. I will write. So in the past uh, couple of years, well, I'll just give you uh, maybe a couple of years ago, my very favorite of all, we went through the Ann Voskamp book called Maybe the Greatest Gift of All. I'm not exactly sure what the book is called, but it was a daily Advent devotional. Okay. And there were these beautiful illustrations well, I thought, you know what? We're going to read one of these a day, and I'm going to buy wooden circular ornaments. Mm-hmm. And every single day, we're going to do a devotion and then just go right into a time where we paint an ornament based on that specific story of Advent. Oh, fine. My son and I did that together. I will never, those ornaments will go with me for the rest of my life. They turned out to be the most beautiful things. They remind us of the story of Advent and it was the most Mm -hmm. precious memory. Um, So it's things like that, that I'll say, okay, this year's devotion is this. And then is there another activity that we're going to do daily? Um, I actually wrote a a nature study guide for this. It's called study through the holidays Advent. And so it's one where you can take on a weekly, a weekly theme Um, you know, uh, the Advent theme, and it gives you some Bible study to do, some hymns to sing, some um, nature walks to take, and even some additional books and things that you can read. And again, that doesn't have to be your all day, every day. If you want to do some Christmas school, you could do, you could just say, you know, we're going to do regular stuff just to keep things without getting too excitable through this Christmas season, but we'll take every Friday and we'll do fun Fridays. So you could take something like that book and grab your fun Friday activities. Um, It's also what we will pop in for um, the Christmas schooling are things like those service projects. So I'll say, well, we're going to give those pies to the teachers on December 20th. Let's pretend like Sunday is December 20th. So the 18th is going to be pie baking day. And yeah. I'll go ahead and I'll I'll have that calendar of our what are our events in front of me while I'm also putting together what does our school look like. So it's kind of like we're just planning out the whole month. Will things go wrong? Yes. Will some of those days be blown up because of sickness or extra events that pop up or Friends that pop into town, yes, this isn't perfection. This is about being planned so that you, or let's say planned and organized so that you can enjoy the inevitable chaos that is to come. Yeah. Um, you don't get through everything on your, your schooling list. It's okay. Sure. But, it's, but at least so, you have a plan. Yeah. So that's just, I mean, it's as simple as that. It's like my five steps to organization to keep myself being able to then sit in those activities mm-hmm. and enjoy the Christmas lights that we go see. Enjoy yeah. the the musical that we signed up to attend, right? Yeah. And yeah. I'm not going, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. And almost hyperventilating or having a yeah. panic attack because of all the to-dos that are still on that list. Yeah, It's made life just incredibly easier. Yeah. 
Yeah, so cool. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. No one affects your child's education more than you do. Even though others may provide the courses and the supplies you need, you have the most say regarding the quality of your student's learning experience. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward His creation. The people at BJU Press do everything they can to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at BJUPressHomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to speak with an experienced homeschool consultant. I love your idea of Christmas schooling, and we'll put a link in the show notes to all of your, you have so much information and so many great articles. You're a great blogger. I love reading your blog posts. Um, So we'll put links to all of that because she's got lots of fun ideas for Christmas schooling. And it's so funny as I'm listening to you, I'm like, these all sound amazing, but you're a type A, aren't you? (laughs) You think? (laughs) I am a type B. We've talked about this on the podcast and I'm not a B plus or B minus. I am a type like just straight B. (laughs) So, which means that I do some of this, but my, some of it would be, you know, maybe like, I actually do keep a calendar. Mm -hmm. I'm very, very particular about my calendar because I have a lot going on. And so I, I mean, my life would be a disaster if I didn't keep a calendar. Um, so I do that part of it, but the menu planning, like it's hard for me to plan a menu for a day, much less a month, (laughs) but, um, I have girls now who enjoy doing that. And so that has been such a great benefit of having girls who enjoy being in the kitchen is that they, they help me plan um, meals and menus and they like to cook more than I do. So that's, that's been great. Um, But as you were talking about Christmas schooling, one of the things I was thinking through is I know that sometimes it can almost be the dread of we take this break during the Christmas season and going into the new year. And then we almost dread having to get back into the regular routine Mm -hmm. of homeschooling. And, you know, we've got that kind of February slump that if you've been homeschooling for a while, you know, it's coming and you just kind of dread it. And how, how do you, do you take this time, this little break that you have to kind of revive or revamp your homeschooling and prepare for the new year so that you can start strong again? Oh, a hundred percent. Let me go back really quickly and say that different Christmas schooling times have looked different because of ages and stages of kids. So I am homeschooling an almost Uh 16-year-old, and 
We still continue. He's got his his math to do every single day. He mm -hmm. still has his um, language arts, which would be, you know, English writing, grammar kind of stuff to do every single day. And we will probably this Christmas season continue on with history because um, we got a little behind. We took a little rabbit trail. Yeah. So Christmas schooling for us will be more like a, almost like a morning time event where we mm -hmm. will spend time with the Lord and we will do um, some things. And then we'll take off here and there for things like the pie baking and yeah. cookie baking and things like that. Um, Which by the way, I love that you do that with your son. Yeah. I think that's so cool. His wife is going to be so grateful for that. He is an amazing baker and an amazing yeah. chef. Yeah. So cool. And I attribute it to having him in one of those little boppy chairs from the moment he could oh, sitting yeah. beside me in the kitchen. He has been part of it. So, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. He's Love amazing. that. Yeah. Sorry. I totally no, interrupted so you. Cool. I just was like, that's so cool. You don't hear about that. Yeah. You know, typically um, you hear about, I, well, and I only have girls, so I'm only speaking from experience. Um, but, you know, I think about my girls being in the kitchen, but I love hearing about, you know, 16 year old boys yeah. being in the kitchen with mom and baking pies and, and cooking amazing. stuff. That's so cool. And he can do those things from scratch too. It, yeah. It's like not even use a recipe book sometimes. It's, I still use nice. a recipe book. Yeah. Um, so some seasons have been a little more intensive on my part with um, Christmas schooling. I mean, we went all in and all day, every day was something fun. Um, and that did not leave quite the break. Mm -hmm. I am enjoying much more of a break. So he's, he's basically doing most of everything on his own. And then the Christmas school is planned. So we will enjoy that together, but I will have some downtime and 1 million percent. Yes. I go ahead and start thinking about um, the new semester and mm -hmm. I kind of start with what went well this semester? What didn't yeah. go well? What changes should we make? Do we want to keep everything as is? And that includes not only curriculum, but mm -hmm. um, drum lessons, sports, whatever. Uh, in fact, we just made the decision this week that drum lessons would cease until basketball season is over because mm -hmm. it was really becoming too much travel on me. Yeah. And he's getting ready to get his permit. And so it was just one thing. So drum lessons aren't gone for good, but they have stopped for a little while. So that was, mm -hmm. you know, a pre-thinking kind of decision. Sure. Um, but when, when I was having busier Christmas schooling seasons, when I was throwing my whole self in, I would typically use that space between Christmas and New Year's when there was no school happening my husband was usually off. He was doing fun things with the kids. Family was taking kids and doing things. And I would enjoy a little bit of peaceful, um, introspective planning time there, mm -hmm. too. Um, and inserting some fun things so that sure. January and February aren't terribly winter bluesy like they right. can easily get to yeah. be. So, yeah. Yeah. Good time to take field trips and, yes. you know, visit family members, um, you know, which, I mean, maybe you've seen family members at, you know, during the holidays, but maybe there are friends or family that you didn't get to see. And that's a good time yeah. to maybe take a little break and yeah. go visit family. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's such a great opportunity for us to look back. And again, you know, when, when our kids are in a classroom, their teacher has their whole lesson plan laid out for the year and they, for the most part, stick to that lesson plan. 
with homeschooling, we can reevaluate mm-hmm. what we've been doing for the year and say, you know, this just isn't, this curriculum isn't working, this schedule isn't working, whatever. And we can revamp it and yeah. just say, okay, we're going to start over. We're going to start fresh. We're going to try something different and something new and, and, and keep from getting those January and February blues that we sometimes yeah. get, you know, I, I think it's, Oftentimes it's the whole excitement of the holidays. And then we get back into the like everyday routine that, and it can be, it can be overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. And uh, one quick so. tip, if you are a textbook kind of person, insert mm-hmm. a unit study, insert maybe oh, yeah. a two week unit study on, I don't know, some kind of winter theme or something that everybody's interested in just to, to revive those winter blues February, January kinds of moments. Yeah, that's a great idea. I love that. And if you guys are listening and you're like, what in the world is a unit study? We will put a link in the show notes specifically to a whole week we did on unit studies because we talk about what a unit study is in depth. And so you can learn what that might look like for your family. And they're very simple and easy to do. And I'm guessing that Cindy has probably (laughs) a blog post on unit studies. (laughs) Now You might be able to implement those. Do you? I have multiple. Okay. Yeah. I believe there is one general page where you can find links to all of them. And those yeah. basically just kind of show you what we did, the books we read yeah. and the activities we did and things like that to give you some ideas. Yeah. So fun. Okay. We'll, we'll put those, we'll, we'll put all links in the okay. show notes. The so lot, you're going to have lots of links that you can, can uh, <laughs> get all this information from Cindy. Um, Cindy, thank you so much for being with us this week. It has been such a pleasure to have you and so much fun talking about nature studies, about God's creation, about Christmas and how we can just make this season a little bit easier. Even if you're a type B like myself, not a type A, I can be a type A in some aspects, but overall I'm, I'm definitely a type B and I'm not ashamed to admit that. Well, you'll (laughs) live an easier life during Christmas than me probably (laughs) as a type B. (laughs) Probably. Well, here's the thing. My husband is a type A and I'm very grateful for that. And if we were both type A's, we, it would be disastrous. It would yes. be awful because yes. we, we would, you know, have lots of conflict, I'm sure. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's, he is very understanding of me and I'm understanding of him. And so we work well together. It's oh, good. He keeps good. things in order and I like to mess stuff up and then, you know, play to win. <laughs> he's like, I don't have any socks. I'm like, oh yeah, I should probably do laundry, huh? But those type A's have their laundry days and they know when they're going to do laundry. <laughs> so it's not me, uh, but that's okay. It's how God made me and I'm not ashamed that's of it. Right. Don't be ashamed. Never ashamed no. of that. Nope, nope, nope. I'm not. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so fun. Oh, yeah. And we will put links again to your podcast. Tell us one more time the name of it. No Sweat Nature Study Podcast. Okay. Our Journey Westward blog. That's where you find all the creative ideas. And then if you want to join me for some fun classes online with your kiddos, um, Uh the No Sweat Nature Study live membership is where you find me there. So cool. All of that is accessible at at ourjourneywestward.com, though. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Cindy, for sharing with us this week. It has been so much fun. And thank you guys for listening. We we just stand in awe of, of God's goodness in allowing us to be able to do this ministry. And so thank you for being part of it. Because if we didn't have anybody listening or watching, we would have no reason to do this podcast or these videos. And so we're thankful for you. If there's a way we can be praying for you, 
let us know. You can always message us at podcast at schoolhouserocked.com. Let us know if we can be praying for you and your family and how we can do that because we really do that as a family. And like I said in the last episode, please pray for us as a family um, as we're you know, continuing with the ministry of Schoolhouse Rocked. And as we're working on this new movie, pre-production for this new movie, um, we would love your prayers as well. If you want to support the podcast, go to schoolhouserocked.com slash support and be sure to share this with your friends. Have a great rest of your day and we will see you back here next week with another fantastic guest. Bye. Over the past six years, you, the Christian homeschool community, have provided generous support to the Schoolhouse Rocked ministry, and it's had an enormous impact for the kingdom of God. Recently, we've spent some time taking inventory of what's been accomplished in this time because of your generous support. As you know, Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution was released in November and is now available on DVD and streaming. And we've been blessed to hear the testimonies of how God is using it to impact families around the world. This show, The Schoolhouse Rocked Podcast, is in its fifth season with well over a million downloads and video views so far. We also launched the Homeschool Insights Podcast this year. This daily podcast provides biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes for moms on the move. We also offer the free Homeschool Survival Kit, a 70-page resource to assist and encourage homeschooling families. And we continue to offer access to the Homegrown Generation Family Expo. Now, we are in the early stages of work on a new movie, and we need your help. While we can't give many details yet, we expect this new film to have a huge impact in our culture. But projects like this simply can't be done without massive support from the community. So we're asking you to join in this important work. Visit schoolhouserocked.com support and make a one-time or monthly donation that will change lives and hearts for eternity. That's schoolhouserocked.com support.